The Letter of Ignatius of Antioch to the Ephesians The Longer Version Chapters 1 through 6 Chapter 1, The Praise of the Ephesians Ignatius, who is also called Theophorus, to the church which is at Ephesus, in Asia, deservedly most happy, being blessed in the greatness and fullness of God the Father, and predestinated before the beginning of time, that it should be always for an enduring and unchangeable glory, being united and elected through the true passion by the will of God the Father, and of our Lord Jesus Christ our Saviour, abundant happiness through Jesus Christ, and his undefiled joy. I have become acquainted with your greatly desired name in God, which ye have acquired by the habit of righteousness, according to the faith and love in Christ Jesus our Saviour. For, on hearing that I came bound from Syria for the sake of Christ, our common hope, trusting through your prayers to be permitted to fight with beasts at Rome, that so by martyrdom I may indeed become the disciple of him who gave himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God, ye hasten to see me. I have therefore received your whole multitude in the name of God, through Onesimus, a man of inexpressible love, and who is your bishop, whom I pray you by Jesus Christ to love, and that you would all seek to be like him. Blessed be God, who has granted unto you, who are yourselves so excellent, to obtain such an excellent bishop. Chapter II Congratulations and Entreaties As to our fellow servant Burrus, your deacon in regard to God and blessed in all things, I pray that he may continue blameless for the honour of the church, and of your most blessed bishop. Crocus also, worthy both of God and you, whom we have received as the manifestation of your love to us, hath in all things refreshed me, and hath not been ashamed of my chain, as the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ will also refresh him, together with Onesimus, and Burrus, and Euplus, and Fronto, by means of whom I have, as to love, beheld all of you. May I always have joy of you, if indeed I be worthy of it. It is therefore befitting that you should in every way glorify Jesus Christ, who hath glorified you that by a unanimous obedience ye may be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment, and may all speak the same thing concerning the same thing, and that, being subject to the bishop and the presbytery, ye may in all respects be sanctified. Chapter III Exhortations to Unity I do not issue orders to you, as if I were some great person. For though I am bound for his name, I am not yet perfect in Jesus Christ. For now I begin to be a disciple, and I speak to you as my fellow servants. For it was needful for me to have been admonished by you in faith, exhortation, patience, and long-suffering. But inasmuch as love suffers me not to be silent in regard to you, I have therefore taken upon me first to exhort you that ye would run together in accordance with the will of God. For even Jesus Christ does all things according to the will of the Father, as he himself declares in a certain place, I do always those things that please him. Wherefore it behoves us also to live according to the will of God in Christ, and to imitate him as Paul did. For, says he, be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Chapter IV The same continued. Wherefore it is fitting that ye also should run together in accordance with the will of the bishop who by God's appointment rules over you. Which thing ye indeed of yourselves do being instructed by the Spirit. For your justly renowned presbytery, being worthy of God, is fitted as exactly to the bishop as the strings are to the harp. Thus, being joined together in concord and harmonious love, of which Jesus Christ is the captain and guardian, do ye, 
man by man, become but one choir, so that, agreeing together in concord, and obtaining a perfect unity with God, ye may indeed be one in harmonious feeling with God the Father, and his beloved Son Jesus Christ our Lord. For, says he, grant unto them, Holy Father, that as I and thou are one, they also may be one in us. It is therefore profitable that you, being joined together with God in an unblameable unity, should be the followers of the example of Christ, of whom also ye are members. Chapter of Praise of Unity For if I, in this brief space of time, have enjoyed such fellowship with your bishop I mean not of a mere human, but of a spiritual nature, how much more do I reckon you happy? who so depend on him as the church does on the Lord Jesus, and the Lord does on God and his Father, that so all things may agree in unity. Let no man deceive himself, if any one be not within the altar, he is deprived of the bread of God. For if the prayer of one or two possesses such power that Christ stands in the midst of them, how much more will the prayer of the bishop and of the whole church, ascending up in harmony to God, prevail for the granting of all their petitions in Christ? He therefore, that separates himself from such, and does not meet in the society where sacrifices are offered, and with the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven, is a wolf in sheep's clothing, while he presents a mild outward appearance. Do ye, beloved, be careful to be subject to the bishop, and the presbyters and the deacons. For he that is subject to these is obedient to Christ, who has appointed them, but he that is disobedient to these is disobedient to Christ Jesus. And he that obeyeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. For he that yields not obedience to his superiors is self-confident, quarrelsome, and proud. But God, says, the Scripture, resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble, and, the proud have greatly transgressed. The Lord also says to the priests, He that heareth you, heareth me, and he that heareth me, heareth the Father that sent me. He that despiseth you, despiseth me, and he that despiseth me, despiseth him that sent me. Chapter 6 Have respect to the bishop as to Christ himself. The more, therefore, you see the bishop silent, the more do you reverence him. For we ought to receive every one whom the master of the house sends to be over his household, as we would do him that sent him. It is manifest, therefore, that we should look upon the bishop even as we would look upon the Lord himself standing, as he does, before the Lord. For it behoves the man who looks carefully about him, and is active in his business, to stand before kings, and not to stand before slothful men. And indeed Onesimus himself greatly commends your good order in God, that ye all live according to the truth, and that no sect has any dwelling place among you. Nor indeed do ye hearken to any one rather than to Jesus Christ, the true shepherd and teacher. And ye are, as Paul wrote to you, one body and one spirit, because ye have also been called in one hope of the faith. Since also there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all. Such, then, are ye, having been taught by such instructors, Paul the Christ-bearer, and Timothy the most faithful.